Listen, welcome to the Purposeful Living Podcast, where it's all about encouraging women of faith to continue moving forward in purpose despite the uncertainties of life. I'm your host, Lisa McPhail. Join me each Tuesday for empowering and encouraging truths to help you on your purposeful journey to victorious living. Listen, welcome to another episode of the Purposeful Living Podcast with yours truly. I am super excited, ladies, that you have joined me for another week of purpose-filled living. Listen, I got to get right into this episode because, um, oh, before I do that, because I'm so excited about my guest today, I'm just jumping all over the place. Before I go into my guest, I want to say thank you. Thank you for listening weekly. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for sharing your reviews. Keep them coming. We want to hear from you. Lives are being changed. I'm telling you, one purpose-filled story at a time. So I thank you, youraawesomesauce.org. Now listen, ladies, I have some real goodness with me today. (laughs) Whoo, I'll have some goodness. (laughs) I wish y'all could see how they looking at me (laughs) because I feel like I had to go to the ends of the earth to find these beautiful women of God. Ladies, I have both of my spiritual mothers with me today. I have Mother LaVon Smith. How you doing, Mother LaVon? Hi, Lisa. I'm wonderful. I'm so excited you here. Then I have my son, my second spiritual mother, Mama Foley. How you doing? What's up? What's up, my Lisa? <laughs> love you, dear. Oh, I love y'all so much. Oh my goodness. I love y'all so much. And me having a podcast, it is truly a blessing, but it would be remiss of me not to have you both. Uh, to share some wisdom with us young women, young and up and coming women, wives and mothers. And so I'm so excited that you both are here today. And uh, the topic of our episode is the purpose of the Titus to woman. Are you all excited about this conversation? Yes, yes, of course. <laughs> Y'all not nervous, are you? <laughs> Yes, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Ladies, when I asked them both, I was like, I sent them a a text message and um, it was quiet. I, 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 it was a minute before I heard anything. (laughs) Oh, but then they text me back. I'm like, y'all, y'all come on to this podcast living now. (laughs) How does it feel to be on a podcast? I'll let you know when it's over. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm just honored. I'm really honored to be on here that you would even think about asking me because I never see myself like this. As I told you, Lisa, I love to be behind the scenes, but I do know that God is calling us to more. So I'm just being obedient. I'm thankful that you're pulling me out of my comfort zone. And I think me and Janice both are very excited that we're learning something new. We are trembling and shaking, but still being obedient. Yes, yes. Ditto. (laughs) Mama Polis said ditto. Well, listen, we we go way back. 
Um, I moved to Dallas, Texas in 2007, and I was introduced to Mother LaVon also in 2007 by my good friend, uh, Miss Esther, and um, been connected with you since then. And I believe it was a 2008 when Mama Foley came on the scene. What year was that when we were at the, was it 2008? Mm-hmm. When we were at, oh, we were somewhere. I remember it was a lake. Mother LaVon, you had me there to do praise and worship. And um, that's when we were singing that, um, as I wait upon the Lord, I grow stronger. As I wait upon the Lord, I grow stronger. As I wait upon the Lord, I grow stronger every day. Mama LaVon got our wings. <laughs> and then we sang, uh, I'm going to fly like an eagle high. Y'all remember that song? Yes, I do. <laughs> Listen, if y'all could have seen us, we were flying in that room. <laughs> yes, we were. <laughs> We were, we have pictures for proof. <laughs> yes, we have pictures. And it was because of Mother LaVon, um, actually our dear friend Esther, who connected us all. But Mother LaVon, I was introduced to her. So let me go ahead and just give you a quick bio and then she'll tell you even more about herself. Mother LaVon, she is the founder of Women of Excellence Ministries which so many women have been blessed by her ministry. Uh, Mother LaVon is also a loving wife. She's a mother, grandmother, sister, friend, encourager, and mentor. And her model for life is love people and love God. That is Mother LaVon Smith, y'all. Woohoo! And my dearest Mama Foley, she is the CEO of Ascending Dove Ministries. She's an evangelist, speaker, and director of operation at Reigns ISD. Welcome, Mama Janice Foley. Woohoo! <laughs> I'm so excited that you both are with us. Now, listen, I just shared a little bit about you. So Mom, uh, Mother LaVon, why don't you uh, go ahead and get us started and tell us a little bit more about you and what you do and how did you know your purpose was to help women? Well, Lisa, before I even uh, came to the Lord, I've always had a level of influence when I was in the world. Mm -hmm. So I found myself, even as a 17, 18 years old, no matter where I go, I was like a magnet to drawing women everywhere I went. But when I got saved and gave my life to the Lord, I started uh, paying attention and be more strategic with that, realizing that people were watching me mm -hmm. and that I had a level of influence that I didn't even know that I, I had. Mm -hmm. I was just living my life the way God has created it. So I found that, honestly, I have uh, been impacted in the lives of ladies, not even knowing that I'm doing it, just living my life the way God created it. And I have found myself, no matter where I go, some kind of way, draw women together. And even, I just moved here back uh, from Georgia. We went away. We used to live here in Texas, moved to Georgia, and then came back. And I see now the way God is using me is in my community. Um, mm -hmm. 
I don't think there's anyone in my community that I don't know. Uh, I just, like you introduced earlier, I love mm. people. I just yeah. love people. I love meeting new people. And I think because I love people, some kind of way people, when they, they feel the love that you have, yeah. it's so easy to be an influence in their lives. So I just find that um, God uses me to influence people when I don't even know it. Mm-hmm. Most of the time is when I don't even realize I'm influencing someone like. Mm-hmm. So now, right now, I'm retired. My husband is retired. In the midst of the pandemic, we both started a business and it's uh, helping people. Uh, We have a a business called JL Connections where we help uh, military people that have uh, disabilities and things. And we also have a TV business where we are helping people um, not spend so much money to prosper, be good students of their money paying less. So that's where I find ourselves in, in the midst of that is ministry. It, everything that we do is ministry, just our lives, period. And that's where I am right now, enjoying life, being at home, retired, but busy doing what I like doing. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for sharing, uh, Mother Levon. and I'm getting ready to come to you, Mama Foley. But you know, what I definitely remember most about you is that Uh, when I met you back in 2007 and you said that how people are just drawn to you and just because of your loving, nurturing spirit. And I would have to say this too, non-judgmental. And so it definitely made me and I'm sure many others feel comfortable in your presence. And you just, you've always been very loving very understanding, no matter what our excuses as young women (laughs) may have been. (laughs) And, you know, just a very listening, a good listening ear and just welcoming. I just remember anyone who comes to your home, listen, if you've never been to a fellowship at Mother Levine's house, listen, they lay out the red carpet (laughs) and, you know, don't get dad on that grill. Oh, Jesus, dad Smith. Yeah, I'm surprised I don't have a barbecue business, but I just remember just the good food, the fun, the fellowship, and we would sit around in the living room and just the the words of encouragement, and then you would just allow other women to be free to share, and you would always say, if you had a song on your heart, sing it, whatever it is, and we, I remember as, as a woman, a young woman in faith, I grew because of being in your presence. And so I'm grateful, grateful to God for you. And I just thank God for you. I thank God so much for you too. I always say iron sharpen iron. And you found, you always tell me how much you've learned in my midst, but I learned so much being in your midst and all the other ladies' midst also. I think that when we are, uh, in a, when you get a group of ladies together, mm-hmm. everybody's learning. We yes. learn from one another. Yes. That's the wonderful thing about getting together. We learn from one another. We learn from one another. And then I, the last um, fellowship we had in your new home where you all are at now, we listened, you put on a, a DVD. It was somebody, it was just a message. And we watched it. We heard some good preaching and it was like we were in a church setting. We was <laughs> shouting it, yes. But those home gatherings, you'll just, you'll never forget it. 
And so, listen, ladies, if, if you don't have some, um, some older women in your life, I encourage you to find some, because I'm telling you, it's some treasure with our beautiful, mature women of the faith. Now, Mama Foley, come on and talk to us a little bit about who, just a little bit more about who you are and what you do, and how did you know what your purpose was? Well, I must be real. I am a woman who fears the Lord for real. A lot of times we, we read scriptures and, and quotes of things and we just say them, but mm -hmm. how does it penetrate within you? And mm -hmm. I have always, from a little girl, I, it, I always saw God as mysterious as I watched the older women in my life. And mm -hmm. that's really what drew me to wanting to search out if he's really real if he can do it for them is mm -hmm. will he do it for me so mm -hmm. I always had that dirt the devil's search mm -hmm. and would try things beyond what my even imagination could figure out so I am a woman who truly fears the Lord but um I love and I'm a woman who was a loving wife but I became a widow at a very young age, at the age of 45. Mm -hmm. And when we talk about the ministry, ascending the ministry, being the CEO, <laughs> I always say the CEO is Jesus Christ. Yeah. The founder, I say, ascending dove found me. Yeah. And it found me in a broken place, a place of where I lost my hope and I was about to give up. Mm -hmm. But he took the broken pieces hmm. and that's how he spoke to me and hmm. said now you're ready and I said how can I speak when I'm so broken yeah. and just messed up from the floor up yeah. and he said that way because now I can feel you and you not get in my way yeah. so my ministry is ascending of ministries recycling for Jesus, one life at a time. Mm -hmm. And and the zeal behind this ministry, because of the fact that I became a widow so early, is valuing time, mm -hmm. not letting seconds go by, mm -hmm. uh, because it can, my whole world was flipped in just a few seconds. Yes. And so the zeal behind this ministry is live each day as if it's your last day. I have... <clears throat> six beautiful grandbabies Yay. and two uh, loving children, one son and one daughter and yeah. a God sent son in love uh, who takes care of my daughter and my five <laughs> babies. Yeah. So the call of my life has been a journey, but I love every day of it. And it's caused me to meet wonderful people and I can just remember when I did answer the call back in March of 2000, March the 5th, 2006, mm -hmm. when I, I was trying to stay at home, not go answer that call, but God has a way of sending stuff in your house that will run you <laughs> out of your own house <laughs> to become who you have called him to be. And yes. I was, my thing was, I was a worshiper for Christ. I love to worship, but yes. when he called me to preach and, and, 
preach that uncompromising gospel. Yeah. It was him. It was the Lord's doing. Yeah. And it has been marvelous to my eyes ever yeah. since. When I see breakthroughs, when I see joy, when I see hope come back into people, yeah. it makes me happy. Yeah. So I knew that was my calling. Yeah. And I'm enjoying it. <laughs> you know, God is just, you know, he is so good and uh, he just does all things well. And it's just a blessing that, you know, to hear um, of what God had called you to do and why he called you uh, to do it. And so I'm just so grateful. And, you know, when I first met you back then, listen, it was like, you meet no strangers. When people come in your presence, <laughs> it's like, you come over here and give me some love. <laughs> <laughs> And we, you're going to get loved on whether you want to or not. That's <laughs> right. I just remember, you know, uh, your conferences that I've been a part of before. Yes. And, you know, you've asked me to come do praise and worship and, oh, and the word it's just been, whew, I tell you, it's just been life saving. And if you've never been to uh, an Ascending Dove Ministries uh, conference, uh and what is it Recycle called? Recycle me. Recycle me. Recycle me. Listen, <laughs> if you don't know what recycle me is, just get in touch with Mama Foley. I'm telling you, it is a blessing. And your events are, they just top notch, <laughs> you know. And so yes. I look forward to, to God be the glory. You know? To God be the glory. And your team is phenomenal. And so I just look forward to when God, uh, as he is opening up things, I look forward to seeing what God has for both you and Mother Levon uh, for the remainder of this year and even moving forward. Now, listen, we are getting into the purpose of the Titus to woman. And I have a quote, and then I asked for Mama Foley to read a scripture. I and mean, we're going to get into what is the purpose of the Titus to woman and what does it look like to live as one. But I found this uh, quote by Amanda Wells, and it said that when we look for friendship outside of our normal scope and seek older godly women as counselors, we are richly rewarded. And I'm telling you, that is, whew, it's some goodness in that. And I believe it ties into Titus the second chapter, verses three through five. Mama Foley, go ahead and take it away. The age women likewise, that they be in behavior as become at holiness, not false accusers, not given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. And that's reading from the King James Version. Hmm. That is such a good word. Now, Mother Levon, what is the purpose of the Titus II woman and what does it look like to live as one? The purpose of a Titus II woman is to mentor those that are younger, to mm. pass on to them 
what we have learned through mm -hmm. experience and also through the scriptures in order that the gospel will continue to go on and be fulfilled and that uh, God's word would not be defiled. Um, and also, uh, so in the way it looks is, I think that when we are Titus two women and we pass on the information, like I've been married for 45 years, mm -hmm. okay? And uh, many women uh, have come in my home and not even knowing that they're watching us. Mm -hmm. So they're watching me and my husband uh, in the home and learn by just the way we live. Mm -hmm. I think that's the greatest witness we can have is not what you tell people, mm -hmm. but the example and the model that you give before them. I think that I've been a great uh, witness more with living the life. Mm -hmm. and and it's not a perfect life it's mm -hmm. you know we've we made mistakes but we've learned from our mistakes but to sit down and talk to the young ladies I I think that's lost today yes. where we don't get to sit down and spend time with the younger ladies I know myself when I was growing up I was mm -hmm. more with uh most of my friends was older mm -hmm. when I was in my 30s most of my friends were like 60, 70. Mm -hmm. And Lisa, you remember Mother Bell? Did you ever meet Mother Bell? Mother I, Bell. Vaguely, vaguely. The older lady. Where she's 101 years old today. <clears throat> yes. She's a mentor to me. Yeah. Yes. Yes. She doesn't, Mother yes. She don't sit down and talk to me and say, LaVon, do this and don't yes. do that. The life that she lived before me, as mm -hmm. I sit in her midst and hear her conversations, kind of mm -hmm. like what you shared today, yes. to model uh, a Titus II woman, yes. is being able to, to listen. One of the greatest things, that's, that's the life that we live as a model, to model uh, a Titus II woman. Mm -hmm. If you have a listening ear, when, when the younger lady know that you are more concerned about what they have to say, Yes. and that you love them, you can yes. easily be a Titus II woman because that's what uh, young ladies want to know, that you care, that yes. you love them, basically. Yes. And, and I don't have no great remedy, um, this great wisdom about a Titus II woman other mm -hmm. than living the word of God before mm -hmm. them. When yes. people see that you're different and you, you, know, you, you not only say, what the word of God says, mm -hmm. but you live it, then they, they look at your life and they say, well, you know, I want to find out how she's living this life like this. Mm -hmm. Watch you as you go through your trials and your tribulation. They see you unshaken. They see you standing mm -hmm. in the word of God. And mm -hmm. they learn from that, just seeing your strength when you should, you know, fall, be uh, falling down, uh, depressed, uh, down mm -hmm. and out. They mm -hmm. see you still with that smile on your face, still living your life. And it's not a fake thing. It's yes. just that you learn to apply the word of God in your life and live it. Application. Mm, you learn to apply. Thank you so much, Mother Levine, you know, for just sharing uh, your wisdom about the purpose of the Titus II woman. And I love there was something that you said when you said that, um, we just, you, you learn to apply it and it's nothing fake, you know, it's not, 
you know, you're transparent. You say, hey, listen, I'm a little bit older than you. I have some wisdom and some things that I've gone through. Like you said, you've been married for 45 years. There are some things, you know, uh, that you can teach us younger wives, you know, and how, you know, to be a loving wife to our husband and a loving mother to our children and just being that example in our community. And Mama Foley, I will ask you the same question. What is the purpose of the Titus II woman and what does that look like? To me, again, ditto and off of um, Sister LaVon is being a good listener because that's the first mm -hmm. thing. You, you have to hear people to see where they are mm -hmm. and loving them where they are and letting them know that they can be loved. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, you'll be able to be a great encourager. Mm -hmm. You can equip them. Mm -hmm. You can empower them. Mm -hmm. And even there are times you can restore them mm -hmm. when they're in broken places. And mm -hmm. being one that lost her husband uh, at an early age mm -hmm. in the marriage, we were married 23 years, six months, and four days. Mm -hmm. um, and now I see so many younger women losing their husbands, even younger hmm. than I was hmm. at the time in this se uh, season now. And just wanting to be there for them, to give them hope that there is life after mm -hmm. death. There mm -hmm. is li life that you can still. And even in, in my process, I'm still learning how to live and not just exist yes. and letting them know that I don't want you to go through life existing because I've done that. And I still have a little part of that. Mm -hmm. So let's learn how to live again. Hmm. And so being that encourager. Yes. Being the encourager and just, and the one thing that I keep hearing both of you say, which is consistent is learning to be a good listener you know, because I know uh, women my age, um, which uh, Lord willing, I'll be 51 next week. <laughs> uh, but I think about women who are also younger than myself, you know, we tend to think sometimes we know it all, you know, we got it together and, you know, we, we got this. <laughs> and, but just listening, taking time to, to seek out that godly wisdom from older women who have been there and um, who've experienced some things. And, you know, as I was looking at the whole goal of Titus, the, the, the whole goal of the Titus II woman is, is that it's to train younger women in biblical, simple to measure, spirit-empowered, love-based living. And I love how when Mother Levine, uh, when she talked about earlier, is loving on, you know, younger women. It's not the whole, uh, the list of the to-dos and, and the don't do, you know, you got to do this over here and don't do this over there as you were sharing about your spiritual mother, Mother Levine, and how she just, it was just her life, you know, as an example of how a younger woman should be. And I think about my uh, church mother from years ago when I first got saved, you know, I was like 20 something years old in the faith. And, but she taught me what it was to be a wife, you know, uh, at the time uh, when I was married uh, to my first husband, she would always tell me, uh, sister Lisa, 
and I wasn't working. And she told me, Sister Lisa, uh, when your husband leave for work, don't let him come back home and find you wearing the same thing you was wearing before he left for work. <laughs> and she would tell me, you had that house clean, you had that dinner cooked, and don't you be talking on the phone when he get off from work. Because when he get home, that's, your t- that's y'all's time. So what would you say, what would be your wisdom to a, a young wife and a young mother? <laughs> Some things that will may help them along. <laughs> I would say to them, uh, to help a, a young woman along, and especially, are you basically talking about like in a marriage, right? Yes. Whatever you did to get one another, keep mm. doing it. Mm. Whatever you did, I think when we, uh, in order to to draw a man to you, you you showed him this candidate of who he was going to marry. Yeah. So continue to be that person. Don't you understand? Be yes. loving. Be kind. Be gentle. I always tell women, uh, especially those that are, are in ministry, when it comes to your husband. We always minister to people outside our house different than the ones that we minister to in our house. Mm-hmm. That your husband is your ministry. Mm-hmm. And uh, think about how we are to people. I know when I'm ministering to ladies, um, like you say, Lisa, I'm not judgmental. Yes. Don't be judgmental when you, you're talking to your husband. Yes. Uh, don't try to change your husband. Mm-hmm. You two, uh, you're two different people that have come together. And, and the one thing wonderful about God is he put two opposites together mm-hmm. and embrace the opposite, embrace the differences you have in one another. That's what makes the marriage beautiful. Mm-hmm. Love him where he is because mm-hmm. he loves you where you are. Mm-hmm. And I think, that's, I think that's the thing that has caused me, my husband, marriage to last so long mm-hmm. is we allow one another to be ourselves Mm -hmm. I don't change him to be like me and he don't try to change me to be like him but one of the greatest um nugget that I would give a couple is learn to be able to disagree but not become disagreeable Hmm. I say that is you can disagree in a marriage you're not going to agree on everything and that goes for all relationships Hmm. uh so learn to disagree, but not be disagreeable. Meaning that one of the things that me and my husband understand, there are certain topics in our marriage that we know that we are going to go to our grave not agreeing about. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is how to raise kids because mm-hmm. we was raised in different. He came up in a home that had basically uh, a lot of freedom, no rules, no regulation. Mm-hmm. His dad was not involved in their lives. Well, I came up in a home where my mama and my daddy both was engaged with raising us, and it was a very strict home. So when it comes to raising our kids, we don't, we don't agree. So what we do is we find the middle. We meet mm-hmm. in the middle. That means that I have to sacrifice some things and some of my beliefs mm-hmm. and he has to sacrifice some things in his belief so we could come to agreement mm-hmm. in the middle, meet in the middle and uh, have self-control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, that's that's some good wisdom. I'm listening, young my younger sisters. I hope this is helping somebody today. <laughs> this will help you. And I love how you talked about Mother Levon. That I, what did you say? We tend to minister to others outside of the home differently than we minister to those inside of the home, and and how it's important to uh, to speak life into our husbands and not talk down to them and and don't try to change them and just love on them, you know, and just to be that wife. But, you know, in today's society where you have, you know, social media and, you know, uh, social media and movies that are depicting that this is what true marriage should look like, or this is what real relationships should look like. But, you know, I think about how uh, Timothy, how he singled, excuse me, Titus singled out the women of faith, those who had already learned to love their husbands and learned to love their children and learned to love uh, to reverent God and his word. So since you have already learned this, this is why we as younger women need you because you can help us along the way. And Mama Foley, what would be some uh, encouragement or, or motherly wisdom that you would give a young mother in the faith, you know, who has children and, <laughs> and how do I do this, <laughs> you know, and yes, how, how, how do we do that, Mama Foley? Well, one of the things in, in this season in life, uh, things are different. So that's why I say we really need each other mm-hmm. because even the way my husband and I raised our children I see a difference in the raising that my daughter does with her children and hers is just as beautiful. So it goes back to, like you said, we, and I do this in count, uh, marriage counseling. When they come in, I say, now, do you like him like he is right now? <laughs> all his flaws and all the background and the baggage and all that, because it's not going to change just because you stand before a preacher and you say, I do. And you think the fairy tale begins and it's going to be happily ever after. There's going to be some struggles. There's going to be some heartbreaks, but stand the course. And my whole key to a lot of young women before they even make that step, do you love yourself? Hmm. A lot of times we look for love in other people and we haven't yet learned to love ourselves and then when we marry we're trying to get that person to love us like we want to be loved but do you know what love is Mm. have you even loved yourself well Mm. enough to understand that he may be giving his all to you Mm. and you're there judging that he doesn't love me. That may be the only way he knows how to love. Those are to me, important questions to sit down with young couples Mm -hmm. and ask them, what does love mean to them? Mm -hmm. How would they love? Let them look at the other person and tell them and just Mm -hmm. glean off of that. It, It almost I always say to get to your destiny, you need one another. And I go to the book of Ruth Mm-hmm. Ruth, in order to get to her destiny, she needed Naomi. Come on, they now. were two broken women who had lost their husbands. One thing 
Naomi being wiser and had been married longer and been through the storms yes. and the rain and the climb the mountains and, and went through the valleys. Mm-hmm. She was able to tell Ruth, okay, girl, we done got into another area that this is one thing that I need you to do. I need you. I, I love how Ruth said it. I need you to wash yourself. And when she gave her those, those um, instructions, yes. it wasn't saying that she was filthy. It was saying we can't go looking like we used to look. Come on now. See, sometimes we want to go into to, um, to relationships wanting people to feel sorry for what we've been through Mm. but see you can't take that in there and expect to get what you want from it and so when Ruth told her to go wash yourself yes I, I, I I like that and then she told her now you got to put on new raiments I I can't remember all the six things but she told uh then you after you clean yourself up I want you to put on 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 new clothing. Yeah. Don't don't go looking like you used to look. Look, that man may like you in the skirts down to your ankle, but honey, this is a new thing here. Be you. Be who you love being and let somebody yes. see you there. And then she said, but then you go get down at the floor at the feet. And I love the instruction she was telling her. Sometimes you just have to be still yes. and listen to your spouse yes. or listen to that friend that you're in relationship with mm-hmm. and not be the one to do all the talking mm-hmm. and think you know it all. <laughs> mm-hmm. Listen to find out who he is yes. as well as he listens to see because women we have a tendency to try to put ours out there first and we just mm-hmm. don't know when to shut it down mm-hmm. so Ruth told her don't say nothing until he asks you so, so sometimes be quiet until a lot of times we go out there when you gonna ask me to marry you when you gonna see you done jumped all out that the relationship may not with him be at that point mm-hmm. And you need to find out what's really going on. Am I a little too pushy? Am I trying to change you? Mm-hmm. It's just getting to know each other, taking your time mm-hmm. and learning one another. We as, as, as older women, we can give you just like um, Sister LaVon said with Mother Belle, we live the example and that's, that's all we can do. But, and, I asked my daughter because a lot of times she gives me wisdom mm-hmm. at a young age. Mm-hmm. But what she what I found out when I asked, I said, God, how do you know to do that? And she said, by watching you, everything mm-hmm. I do is you taught me. She said, Mom, we're just in a different age. Wow. But it's all the same when you stop and look at it. Wow. And so we as older women, that's what we need to do is just keep living it. Mm-hmm. Don't talk it. Don't talk it. Just live it before them. And because people are watching our every move. When my husband died, people was watching to see how I was going to react. Mm-hmm. And and the women I have dealt with that have suffered the same loss, they come to me and they say, how do you do it? How do you do it? How am I? I said, you're going to do it just like me. You're going to put one foot in front mm-hmm. of the other, wake up every morning, give God the glory and say, God, I don't know how I'm going to get through this today. But mm-hmm. with you on my side, I can make it. With you, all things are possible. And it's just being telling and ministering that to the women and when they see you walk through it 
it's like it channels something in them. If she can do it, I can do it. Because that's what happened to me. Those older women, when I saw the way they would cry out to God, mm. I said, Lord, if he can hear them, he sure enough about to hear me. Because <laughs> I'm going to cry even harder. And, mm. and that's the God. And that's the God I wanted to, to serve. That's Thank the you. God I wanted in my life. Thank because... You. I knew the journey, and he tells us that mm -hmm. it won't be easy. You're going to mm -hmm. have trials and tribulations. And anybody to come up and say, oh, my marriage is perfect. Mm -hmm. I don't have no, my husband and I don't never disagree. Mm -hmm. I, I'm scared of them. Mm -hmm. because and then then I'm just bold. I just look and say, well, baby, you better check it out yeah. <laughs> because there will come hard times in marriage that's what marriage is all about mm. it's a building relationship yeah. once you say i do that don't mean that's where the perfection is the perfection mm. come when you can walk through the storm mm. when you can nearly mm. pack your bag and nearly walk out mm. and you pull that bag back mm. and say no nah, i made a vow to god we gonna get through this yeah. that's that's how you keep walking mm. and that's how the marriage build and that's how the love bills within you because you look at one another and you say girl you know I love you a <laughs> uh, boy you know I love you I ain't going nowhere and then you laugh about because when you stop oh hallelujah yes. when you look back mm -hmm. at the things that you thought mm -hmm. bothered you mm -hmm. they are so minute that you right. don't realize it's not even when you, when it's all yeah. over i used to always say to my husband i said i'm so sick and tired of them shoes leave them at the back door yeah. you track mud in the house leave them at the back door i'm tired of mopping but baby i would give anything to this day come on, to see man. that mud coming down that hallway yeah. that little stuff that don't amount to nothing yeah. leave that stuff alone because you're yeah. gonna miss it when it's gone when so it's embrace gone. up glory to god embrace every second of that marriage embrace every second of that person's life that god has blessed you with hallelujah thank you jesus hallelujah thank you jesus god be the glory listen thank you jesus hallelujah thank you jesus thank you jesus Ooh, this right here, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. This is why it's so important. We as women, we need each other. And, yes, we do. And this is why it's so important for the younger women to embrace our mature women in the faith, older women, just the wisdom. Ladies, I hope that you're hearing this wisdom because I have wisdom has helped me a long way with my spiritual mothers. And, you know, I think about uh, the scripture that said that uh, wisdom is the principal thing. Mm -hmm. And with all thy getting, Ooh. get an understanding. Yes, get we, yes. we, we need that because that's Ooh. the word. And so when you have these, the, these tightest two <laughs> women you, in Jesus. your lives, we're gaining wisdom, gaining wisdom, how to be better wives to our husbands and better mothers to our children and, and how to be better examples of Christendom, you know, by following these examples. <clears throat> and I think about, you know, what, what you both are saying. And it's like, you know, women see you and they just want to follow that example, or you saw your spiritual mothers and you wanted to follow that example. And I think about Ruth, you know, when she told Naomi, listen, <laughs> 
Where you go, I go. I'm going. Where you lodge, I lodge. (laughs) Your people will be my people and your God will be my God. (laughs) You know, that's the purpose of women needing each other, younger women needing older women. And and I say, I appreciate you. And let me tell you, the wisdom that you gave to Mother Levine, when you said, listen, how you met them (laughs) is how you stay. (laughs) It's how you stay. And as the younger people would say in this generation, keep that same energy. (laughs) That's right. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Share something that I was just hearing from yes, the Lord. Please do, Mother. Uh, when I heard Minister Foley and, and she was sharing about the things that we go through, I keep hearing God say, many are the afflictions of the yes. Lord. Yes, but he said, I delivered thee out of yes. them all. Thank you. If we would take that scripture and apply it to everything in life, especially our marriages, yes. and also I'm hearing him say, that <clears throat> the enemy is the one that comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And destroy. Yes. Okay, and we park right there in our marriage yeah. and allow the enemy to come and kill, steal, and destroy. But yeah. we forget that God said that he come, that we might have Man, life. life. He, said that. Yes. he said that we might. Mm. So that's predicated on what we do. Mm. And that he said that we might have life more abundantly. We can have that in our marriage, Mm. but it takes you doing your part. Mm. And we all have a part to play in what God has promised us uh, pertaining to our marriages. Mm. Mm -hmm. And understand that, excuse me, what we go through in our life, I'm listening, I'm looking at your topic about the purpose, the purpose of a Titus II woman. I'm gonna say, the things that we go through in our lives, in our mm-hmm. marriages, or whatever it is, it yeah. has been purposed by God. Yeah. You see it, God has a purpose in it. Yeah. It can't come to you unless God allows it. And yeah. He has a purpose. And a lot of time, that purpose is to grow us up, mm-hmm. to make us better. If we start looking at the bad mm-hmm. as purposed by God, mm-hmm. and if I look at it and see, okay, God, what are you trying to teach mm-hmm. me in the a midst of this, be it in a relationship, mm. whatever, you can apply mm. that mm. principle to anything. It's purposed by God and it's for our good. It's yes, to make yes. us better. When we see it like that, mm. honey, child, I can just tell you, you can live and be married <laughs> for 45 years because you'll say, God purposed this for my marriage. Yeah. And it's to make yeah. my marriage stronger or make me stronger. Mm. He purposed this for my children, no yes. matter what they went through. It's to make them stronger and also me stronger. Even though when I see my kids going through stuff, I never thought they would go through. That I understand that if it came to them, God purposed it. And I can't get shaken by what I see because I know what God's words say. Yes. What his words says. Come on, Mother Levine. That right there. Just... Oh, just, and, and as you were talking, it made me think of, this, this is what happens when you get together with, with some godly women and you start having conversations, scriptures just start <laughs> popping up. And, and I, I thought about the scripture, Romans 8 and 28, where it says, and yeah, we know that God no. causes everything, everything to work together but for the good, the good. of God, yeah, God. love God and are called according to his purpose. <laughs> yes. 
for them. Come on here now. We yes, have some yes. <laughs> Ooh, God is so good. And his word is so yes, true. He said that whether where there are two or three that are gathered yes, together yes. in my name, there I will be in the midst of them. And I don't know oh, about yes. you, but I feel the spirit of the Lord. <laughs> and he is amongst us yes. right yes. now. And I believe that so many women will be encouraged. Let me ask you, and and as you all know, this this conversation is so spirit-led because I sent questions and listen, God is having his way <laughs> because there's somebody who needs to hear this. And, and I pray that marriages are healed by hearing this word. And I pray that mothers, you know, are restored by hearing this because, <clears throat> and I just want to encourage some mothers out there now Listen, our parents didn't come with degrees in parentology. (laughs) And so neither uh, do you have a degree in parentology. You're doing the best that you can with what you have. And I just encourage you, ask God for wisdom. Ask him to send some, some godly, mature women in your life to mentor you and to help you. Uh, to get through this season of life. And so I just wanted to encourage those mothers right there. Let me ask you a question. And our time is so dwindling down. I can't believe it. It's, but I believe God has had his way. Oh, yes, Mama Foley. Come on. Yes, ma'am. When you was talking just then, what I heard is, because I've heard this before, you have to be your own person don't compare your marriage to other people marriages don't because I had a young lady that I spoke with and she was so broken and Mm -hmm. she's I feel like a failure because Mm -hmm. my mom and dad had the perfect marriage Mm -hmm. I said girl let me tell you something I thought that about my parents when when things were cropping up in my marriage Mm -hmm. I went home crying to my mom and saying what am I doing wrong? I, I'm trying to do everything you taught me. And I, and she said, what are you talking about? I said, you and dad never argued in front of us. And she said, oh, we forgot to tell you. We went out to the dairy barn whenever we got into it because we didn't want you children to hear what we had to say. And, and I told her, I said, let me tell you something. I said, in a way it's good. And then in a way, we the kids grow up thinking everything was perfect i said what you do don't compare your marriage to your mom and dad what mm-hmm. you do is you got a divorce mm-hmm. after 6 months of marriage sometime thank god that things were revealed but what you yes. do is learn Come what on. happened in that Come 5 months that on. you don't make the same mistake going mm-hmm. into another relationship and so that's one thing we have to be very careful because we do we sometimes we live the life before you but we have to live it to where it's where God has us just because this couple may have uh, a mansion don't mean you force your husband we're gonna live in a mansion because that's what I want God will bless you with those things but don't put the pressure on that person because putting pressure and then he puts you 
in that mansion. You find out sometimes that it costs more money to build that mansion and to keep up with the utilities and the grass may look greener, but that grass that's thicker yes. is a little bit higher. Yes. That's why you have to stay within your limit. It's, it, and you don't limit yourself. God always will let you elevate constantly. I'm not saying nobody tell people don't be blessed and, and walk in um, uh, prosperity or anything. But sometimes it all like it ain't all about the money. Sometimes it's all it's about loving that person right where they are. Because that's one thing I can say. See, I ain't I ain't got no shame in my game. Some of, one of the storms in my husband and my life, we were I, I house went up for foreclosure three times. Mm. But every time it got to that deadline <laughs> date, God made a way. Let me tell you what I'm talking about. Girl. So don't give up. When that foreclosure letter come, don't you give up? Because I looked at my husband and he was so broken. I said, baby, if we have to live in our car, we're going to live, on, we're gonna live together. <laughs> I said, when you can stick with one another through thick and thin right. like that, God will bless you every time. Hey. God, honey, I had to throw that in. I, Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. That right there. I know I'm getting off course. <laughs> no, Mama Foley, this is a blessing because somebody needs to hear this, that we should never compare ourselves. First of all, Paul tells us that it's not wise to compare ourselves amongst ourselves. That's what the Bible says. And right. we shouldn't compare our marriages as well. And don't let social media fool you. Fool you. Mm-hmm. Come on, Mother Levine. You want to say something on yeah. that? <laughs> I just want to say social media is not real. It's not real. It's not real. It will have you depressed. It will have you down and out because people putting things out there. It is not real. The Lord say, do not conform to the way of the world. That's what I'm Come on now. Don't conform to that. It's a trick of the enemy. It Mm -hmm. is not real. It is not real. And that's why you're so down on yourself. Mm -hmm. That's why you feel like you're less dead. All that stuff on social media. But the Lord say, renew your mind Mm -hmm. and don't conform to the faith of this world. He say, lead not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And he going to direct your path. Not social media. Not social media. And I think that, oh, Lisa, you just opened up a can of worms. Mm-hmm. It's I, a mirage. I, yeah, I love that you have this Titus two woman because I think that our young women are finding a direction from media, social mm-hmm. media, and they're being led astray when they need to be sitting. They need to look at a find a woman that's where you want to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking yeah. about material things. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about wisdom. I'm yeah. talking about a joyful. The greatest thing you can find is a woman that have peace. A yes. woman that have joy. That's what, mm-hmm. not a woman that have a Louis Vuitton, a Ray Bottom shoes, but you a speak. woman that have peace and a yeah. woman that have joy. Jesus. You need to connect yourself to yes. them. The joy of the Lord is the only thing I, I that can you today. <laughs> not anything else that you see on social media. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. That's my pet. I'm so glad you brought that up. That's mm-hmm. so needed. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. See, Hallelujah. See, younger women, this is why. And, and we think that our older women in the faith not paying attention. They paying attention. They see a lot. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, take heed. This is the purpose 
of the Titus two women. Take heed to the older women. Listen to what they have to say. And this social media, listen, our purpose is not defined by the many followers that we have, mm -mm. how many likes that we get. That's you right. may have 30,000 followers, <laughs> but what is it doing for your soul? What does the Bible say that, uh, what's, what's that scripture where it talks about um, uh, when you lose your own soul? It's come on, mothers. I'm trying to, what's that scripture? What profits a man what? to gain the world, but yet lose his soul? <laughs> Y'all better come on here now. What does it profit in you to gain all these followers and get all these likes? But you are mm -hmm. losing your very own your soul. soul. Yeah. We women, we need each other. And in closing, because yes, our we time do. Is, 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 oh my God, this <laughs> mama's uh, mother, Levon and mama Foley, I, I'm feeling, uh, uh, I don't know if it's a conference or something, but it's a gathering. <laughs> it's a gathering. Of the younger Titus two gathering. Oh, that sounds good, Janet Foley. Let's go forward. Listen, I, I I think we need to do it. God is doing something because I believe that we're in a time where God is saying that He's uh raising up this next generation that's coming up, but God is saying, older women, I have need of you. The world has need of thee. And so as we pull on y'all, y'all pull on us. But I, I sense a Titus 2 gathering. And we're going to talk offline because God does all things well. So in closing, yes, he does. quickly, <laughs> Mama Foley, give us quickly a minute. What an empowering and encouraging truth can you share about becoming a Titus 2 woman in every area of life? Mm. be yourself love yourself mm. and not don't doubt one thing and I learned this from my daughter when sometime I would look at myself and say oh I need to do this I need and she said are you not happy with what the creator mm. the master creator of all things created why are you trying to pattern yourself after mm other things when we go back to this social media and people around she mm -hmm. said just be you learn to love you mm -hmm. and and learn to appreciate what you do have stay humble mm -hmm. love others treat them as you want to be treated we we look at that rule and it's just has gone out the window window we you find people treating people so bad now and and i look at everybody is going through a battle of some kind mm -hmm. and so when we look at how we treat others it will help us so learn to live life and learn to know that this life is not all about you you ain't you a bag of chips but you ain't all about <laughs> that that you're here you're when god designed you he put you here for somebody else yes it's not all about you mm. although we would like it to be yes. it's not all about us what yes. we go through what we encounter yeah it's to help somebody else along the way 
just to help somebody else along the way. Thank you. I'm just a nobody trying to tell us somebody, but let God still reign. Come on here. <laughs> Don't make me sing that song. Come on, <laughs> Mother Levon, in closing, what encouraging and empowering truth can you share about becoming a Titus II woman in every area of life? I would say to you, Lisa, and to all of the younger women out there, and not just us, the older ladies, but there are younger women, I don't care what your age is today, if you're listening at this, Hmm. there are someone younger than you that's watching you and they're seeking to learn how to live this life from you. Yes. You don't have to have all the answers. Hmm. You don't have to have, and you don't have to be perfect. But you just need to love Jesus and love people and let others see you serving Jesus. And that's the most important thing. Mm -hmm. And there you have it. Ladies, Mother LaVon Smith, Mama Janice Foley, I love you. I appreciate you. We love you. Love you, love you. So much. (laughs) Thank you. Comfort zone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. I love y'all so much. (laughs) Oh, they don't know. Listen, it was tears before this this call got started. Oh my God. This, oh. God does all things well. And I just love yes, you both. I thank God for you sharing your words of wisdom. Oh, Mother LaVon shouting, y'all, y'all can't. <laughs> <laughs> y'all can't say Mother LaVon is shouting, y'all. <laughs> I finished my assignment. It's just a wonderful day when you, when you walk yes. past your fears, Lisa. Mm-hmm. And I want to thank you so, so much because you didn't give up on us. You right. saw us dragging our feet. And you are, I tell you this often. I say, even though I was the one, you will always say that, that help you to get where you are. I tell you this all the time. I need you now because of social media to help mm-hmm. me. And right. The word that I would say to you, younger ladies, we need you all just as just much as much. You we need do. Us mm-hmm. to make it today. We need one another. We need one another. That's true. That's it. The purpose of a Titus II woman. We need each other. And so, as my listeners know, I close us out in prayer. And ladies, I, listeners, stay tuned because there is a Titus II gathering coming soon. <laughs> y'all just stay tuned. <laughs> oh, God does all things well. And so, Father, we love you. We thank you. Yes, we God. appreciate you. We adore you. Thank you for Mother LaVon Smith and Mama Janice Foley coming today to pour into us younger women, God, that we need each other. And this is the purpose of a Titus II woman. And so, God, I pray for the listeners today. I pray for marriages. I pray for motherhood. I just pray that may we be everything that you have purposed us to be in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Love Love this episode of the Purposeful Living Podcast. Head over to wherever you get your podcast, subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Don't forget, join me next week for another Purposeful Living episode. Thank you so much for listening. 
B-Y-E.